This podcast is brought to you by Ridge Wallets. The Ridge Wallet is a minimalist front pocket wallet that manages to compress a lot of carrying necessities in a stack not much bigger than your credit cards themselves. Well, guys, what have we managed to cram into our Ridge Wallets this week? I'm going back to Japan, so I was shuffling through everything. I'm going to be bringing the Passmo. Nice. Just in case, I'm bringing my Maid Cafe visit five times, get one free discount card. Nice. And then you'd have enough room left to fit in all those maids' phone numbers when you leave. I don't think they, they let you do that. Matt, what have you crammed into your Ridge Wallet this week? Well, the first thing I always put in my Ridge Wallet is my license and registration. <laughs> Do I need to explain myself? <laughs> if you'd like to support the podcast, then please follow the links and check him out. Ridge is offering 10% off your first order with free worldwide shipping. George Rowe shitting. <laughs> Go to RidgeWallet.com forward slash DAS. That's RidgeWallet.com forward slash DAS. Thanks again for sponsoring the show. And also thank you to guys for listening and supporting. Thanks. Thanks. Welcome to the one and only Dad and Sons podcast, where we pride ourselves on our top quality, fine European imported nothingness. <laughs> my name's George Weedman, and I am accompanied by my two lovely co-hosts, Matt Visual and Liam Edwards. I'm Dad Inside. Welcome to the show, Dad Inside. I'm Dad. Thank you. Thank you. I'm also confused. What What is the fine European? I mean, we have me, and then we have two Americans. You are are the finest European imported nothingness. I'm nothingness. So, basically, in that introduction, I'm nothingness, and you two are okay. Well, I mean, I, but but you're fine. I mean, that's that's the usual. That's the usual, right? <laughs> I mean, it was like it was like a it was like a, a, a backhanded compliment. You're a fine European. Of nothingness, but you should you should have gotten that 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 big ghost out of that machine, Liam. Should have, should have gotten that big ghost. What? I wish I knew what you were referring to. <laughs> what on Twitter? The ghost, the ghost thing. Oh shit! Yeah. That ruined my day. Wow. Wow. You posted that, Liam. It was would, your no, video. I, you and know, you I forgot. Was, I was I'm surprised. not the one sleepy here. I am this I'm I was the surprised one because it was like the first thing you've ever liked of mine on Twitter, Matt. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, oh, shit. I sometimes check up on my boys. <laughs> sometimes, you know, it's, you know, when I'm sitting there on lonely nights, you know, I just kind of. Oh, well, what was George and Liam doing? Speaking of lonely, Matt, we we had YouTube comments of people saying we want a California meetup with Matt Visual. Seriously? Yeah. I'll be down for that. <laughs> Are you sure you're you're okay to grace yourself with the peasantry? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> they're gonna meet me. And they're gonna be like. Oh, you're just like a regular dude. Yeah, I am just. <laughs> this is all edited, guys. I'm as dead inside as you guys are. <laughs> Hi, dead inside. I'm George. <laughs> oh, when you meet George, you're going to like. Oh. Hi, George. I'm dad. Nice, nice to meet you as dead inside as the rest of you. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, hello and welcome to the podcast, I guess. <laughs> 
<laughs> three regular dudes. No, no. Liam Liam makes games, so he's different. He's on a different level. And I'm puts hard splitting swing tours. I'm I'm kind of crazy. Yeah, George George makes uh, historic. <laughs> George makes George Yo. finally snapped and just made his magnum opus. Were you about to say George makes historic accomplishments that will be remembered forever? Yeah, yeah. I was watching that and I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, George. <laughs> That's it? Okay. That is the first video. The first video where I'm just like, oh my god, what the f- <laughs> what is going on here? It's Not- doing really well. It's at like 75k right now and it's been out for like two days. <laughs> That's like, I move away from California and leave him alone for one minute. (laughs) He goes insane. He goes insane and makes a video about Soul Calibur's history. (laughs) I'm not... (laughs) On a gaming channel. if people don't know what we're referring to, we don't mean that George made a video about the history of Soul Calibur. Like, I mean, <laughs> he didn't make a video yeah. about the history of no, the series Soul Calibur. That would be too easy. He made a video about the historical accuracies of Soul Calibur's Of story. which there is way too much to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but it's finally out. I can, I can not feel bad about being a YouTuber hermit anymore now now that this is out of the way and uh yes you gave the people what they wanted uh, <laughs> and i i can hope okay. <laughs> i can hope i have a feeling that someone out there had the same brainwave brainwave as you i'm surprised that there aren't more videos like that actually there's a really cool one on talum that that i genuinely enjoyed apparently her uh uh, like, like, Tonfa fighting style isn't really a Filipino thing, but Filipinos did have, like, kind of a, a flail-type, uh, martial arts that, that had a lot of spinny-type, uh, distraction hear, hand movements. I and can hear Matt's head shaking from here. If I had earrings, you would hear the ringing. At the, in, in Talim's storyline, they mention how, like, influences from the West are creeping into her islands. When, like, they were colonized by the Spanish for, for 30 years at that point. The only reason they're called the Philippines is because of King Philip. I did not know that. That was actually intriguing. Oh, oh, no, we're not. We're not doing a search. We're, we're, yeah. No, okay. No, we none can, of that. We was. can. We can. We can. We can move on. We can move yeah, on. Yeah. 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 Did you enjoy mm-hmm. making it, George? Hell, I, it kind of depended on the week. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> that was even necessary. <laughs> I love how like you could just hear like. All of our trains of thoughts kind of derailing at once. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So video oh my games. God. Yeah, yeah, we're six yeah. minutes in. Uh, this, the 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 seven minute catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually have played video games and watched animus this week. I got I got I got. George, stuff. you played a lot of video games. This yeah, time. yeah. <laughs> I f- I finished a video two days ago, so I've been binging video games for the past two days. So I got I got two days worth of, of actually playing video games to talk about. You guys want to hear about uh, Hitman? Do you want to hear about Warframe? Or do you want to hear about anime? Oh, well, I think me and Liam both agree on, you know, that last bit there. The ladder. Chinese cartoons? Excuse me? I mean... I, w- I would agree on it, but I know what anime is talking about. 
Which anime is he talking about? Wait, actually, I'm looking. I didn't see the first one. I, I just I looked straight past the first one and looked at more egregious comments that would come towards me if we spoke more about Castlevania. So let's not touch. No, that. no, yeah, let's yeah. not talk about Castlevania. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You guys want to hear my my update on Castlevania? Let's put Castlevania to bed like Dracula got put to bed. Well, I'm then... still not all the way through. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, yeah, I know, right? It's a big surprise. Why do we even bother? I got through two you, more episodes. But you episodes. used it as like a bedtime story last night. You I said do. You're gonna watch this it is as like... you fall asleep. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a Game Boy. I like video games. I, I, I have <laughs> a, less of an interest in other mediums of pop culture okay. than I do video games. I barely listen to music. I barely watch movies or anime or TV shows, but I do play a lot of video games. Fuck me, right? Okay, Game Boy. Tell us about the gay skeleton who sells books. Oh, okay. So, yeah, if we're not going to talk about... Castlevania Netflix. Uh, we might as well talk Honda about skeleton San. bookseller Honda-san. Yes. Uh, now this, skeleton. I'm surprised. I'm, wait, wait, wait. Before we jump into this, now I want to know how many episodes you watch because you've got no fucking excuse. They're literally like eight minutes long. Oh, they are. Yeah, and and I think uh, me and the GF watch four. Made it up to like six or seven. <laughs> no, no. It's just that God, that first episode is so fun. Congratulations! You spent one hour watching media. Yeah, instead of you know interacting with with a, a, a movable set of tokens that represent maybe a, a more intimate personal story with with the audience. Anyway, why why does bookseller skeleton Honda-san file the boys love manga not in the gay section of the bookstore? Because Japan, George, like. You know what their thoughts on homosexuality here is. Japan is like the biggest hypocrites of all when it comes to homosexuality. I, I was about to say, like, there's a lot of, of seemingly, no like, contradictions going on in terms of how they think of it. But if wait, two wait, boys that. love explain each other... That. I don't... Yeah. Um, basically, like, Japan's still pretty regressive when it comes to homosexuality. I mean, mm -hmm. it ain't Russia, but it ain't Ireland... You know, where it's legal and totally I, I, I fine. I think, yeah, the USA has more of a, like, casual gay culture and more, like, gay rights enshrined in law than Japan does. You have to, like, look really hard to find gay bars, right? Japan's at, like, the teenage high school level of, like, Ugh. you're gay. No, I'm not! Like, level. <laughs> even even really? when they're, like, jacking each other off in the in the locker room, you know? Yeah. Which is yeah. weird because it is hypocrisy to the next level because most of its comedy is based on body humor to do with men's, like, genitalia or ass. And oh, yeah. you have high school male students who will happily fucking grab each other's crotches all the time. Or, like, fucking, if anyone knows what the cancho is, will fucking cancho each other all the time, which is basically when you just shove... Two of your fingers up someone's ass. Google Cancho. I'm not even joking. There's a word for it. There's not a word for a lot of things in, in Japanese, but there's a word for that. Interesting. You could just say poke someone in the butthole. Yeah, no, but this is like full on. I, I, I'm going to find I a gift for Cancho. I guess, yeah. I'm going to find Cancho <laughs> gift. In case people don't know, Cancho means poking someone in the butthole. It's 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 a silly prank for children, apparently. Naruto does it 
in the anime. Whoa. I'm trying to find a Kanjo gift to... Uh... Wait. Whoa. Liam, I have a question. I didn't know Naruto got down like that. You, uh, you've you been teaching kids in Japan, right? I missed that filler episode. <laughs> and you seem to be focusing on this uh, this Kanjo thing, right? Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You're going to ask ever... me... Have... Are you gonna ask me if I got Kancho before? Have you ever, ever, ever been the victim of a silly prank? Fucking way too many times. Seriously? Whoa. It happens? Yeah! Yeah! At, in Japan? It is like a cultural thing in Japan. It isn't like a fucking joke. It's like something that happens in every school of Japan. Wow. Like the in other Naruto, teachers? They... Or like the other... <laughs> the other teachers? No? Uh, no, like just students, basically, or like team members of a team. Wait, well, team members? How old? Like uh, right up to like university. Holy crap! So even like like teenagers and young adults are poking each other in the butthole for fun. Fuck yeah! Full <laughs> on catch, <laughs> man. Okay, we veered off topic. Why is? But anyway, why is the gay oh section really small and limited, but the boys love yeah. section really big and popular? What? I don't know. It seems because it's hypocrisy. Because Japan would never, ever have a gay section because that's just not what Japan is. Japan would be like, we don't deal with that kind of thing. But then they'll be happy. They're like, yeah, two young males who are hot who love each other. Well, fuck right. yeah, that's just BL, Sounds man. Pretty gay, yo. <laughs> Sounds yeah. pretty gay, bro. Yeah. Wow. This gif. This gif. Is, uh, that's full. That's full. Yeah, on. Anime makes everything look really good. <laughs> butt stab. And including poking people in the butthole for fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the boy. good old Kancho. Uh, yeah. Uh, first episode of uh, Bookseller. Skeleton Bookseller Honda-san was really, really fun. It yeah. reminded me a lot of, of what it's like being a tourist in Japan. And in fact, anyone who's gone, I do recommend that first episode. It's only eight minutes long. You'll get it over with quickly. It's just good, cute, clean, fun Japanese humor. All about them, like, monologuing some really complicated stuff. That's the setup. Punchline, a really simple answer comes out. And, and it feels classic. The other episodes kind of got into, like... Japan-specific territory where they're talking about and dealing with problems I don't know about and can't relate to. That first one, though, had constant moments where I was, like, in those character shoes. Mm. It felt really, really relatable and fun and also kind of, like, vindicative to see an entire uh, little sketch of, of, of humor arise over the uh, fun of interacting with foreigners. Yeah, I, I, I've only watched the first two episodes um, since, but... It was enjoyable, that's for sure. And I like their art style as well. It's very quirky. Oh, yeah. I don't know why yeah. he's a skeleton, though. I mean, I guess that's fine. I, I'm just surprised that he's a skeleton. I mean, all of the staff are different, like, animals or stuff. There, there's There's got to be some, like, rules to it. In the first few episodes, all of the, the staff and the Japanese customers have some kind of mask and the foreigners don't but then later on he goes to that like stupid job training seminar and uh it's it's like when when his fellow japanese people are like miserable and bored they have their faces on but when they're working or like otherwise living their their day-to-day -day lives they have masks I, i'd like to know the the rules behind the mask thing you know i imagine when they're working it's meant to sim to and they're sort of focused it's just meant to simulate japanese people just fucking Gambare, getting through mm. their day as quietly as possible. Maybe like putting on the different hat for their work role. 
Maybe. Uh, it's good though. It's uh, it's yeah. I, I recommend it. Yeah. I, I think you'd enjoy it. I, I genuinely enjoyed one to three, and it was only then that it started to peter out. But it was still good for what it was. Just felt like at that point it was yeah. no longer for back of gaijins. Yeah, it seems of my alley. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the yeah. picture of the, like the Beyonce like <laughs> oh, black yeah. woman? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's from that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely want to check that out to see. I mean, it's eight minutes. Like, <laughs> it's not that serious. I mean, if George can watch it. Right. Right. If I, I'm, a, I'm a Game Boy. All right, Game Boy. What have you been playing then? Um, What do we want to hear about first? Hitman 2 or Warframe? Hmm. I'm interested in playing Warframe. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah. Um. This this might actually be something we we might get into together. Uh, Warframe just got ported over to the Switch. Together. And we all have Switches. And uh, Warframe is a fun video game, and we like fun video games. Uh, Warframe is like a never-ending free-to-play content drip grinder version of Vanquish. Which sounds kind of amazing, like a pithy way of describing it, and I guess it is. Yeah, but at the same time, it also sounds kind of neat because uh, it's I I I I, I, can, I can appreciate a free to play game that's just fun to play, and this is one of those. There there aren't that many, and I I ever I always have a respect for for that business model. They uh, that, that do it right. They've updated Warframe so much over the years, and uh, made <laughs> made it's so many a different game. So many, yeah. so many changes to the point where it's on every platform now. And a couple years ago, I played it on the PS4 for a couple days, enjoyed myself, but felt like I would have enjoyed it more on a mouse and keyboard. Uh, yeah, for those who don't know, uh, Warframe Wait, has you. Wait, what? Whoa, 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 whoa! Roll back, roll yeah, back, roll yeah, back, yeah, roll yeah, back, yeah, yeah. Roll back. Yeah, 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 yeah. A Vanquish type game that you would yeah. prefer to play with keyboard and mouse. Well, I'd prefer to play Vanquish with keyboard and mouse. What? <laughs> Vanquish with keyboard and mouse feels great. The, the deagle is like a really fun weapon because headshots suddenly become way easier. So you're like constantly flipping into slow motion to one-shot headshot people a lot. That was my favorite. That was one of my favorite games the year it came out just because Vanquish is so fun with keyboard and mouse. Mmm. Intriguing. And it's, it's interesting how the dynamics of that change, too, because the bullet time moments so much with a gamepad are like there to help you fine-tune your aim. And on, um... PC, the, the game just becomes like way easier overall in general because you don't <laughs> need the bullet time so much, but you end up making you end up doing a lot more cool shit during the bullet time because at that point with mouse and keyboard you have like super laser robot turret aim for, for like two glorious seconds at a time. Anyways, um uh, Warframe is multiplayer, so you're not like slowing down time or anything, but you are flipping all over the place, doing some cool-ass air dodge jumps, uh, uh, matrix wall runs, shooting bad guys that look like 80s version of the Borg from Star Trek that have big <laughs> foamy costumes that they have to pick their legs up real high not to trip over. The game's aesthetics are a... Uh, I, I wish they were a little more like tongue in cheek and, and humorous than they are, because I feel like there is a great sense of of gratuitous like eighties action sci fi humor going on to uh, to Warframe's aesthetics. The thing that joined like has always appealed to me about Warframe is just basically looking at everyone's character, like they are the most over the top <laughs> fucking space ninjas that yeah. look amazing. <laughs> 
and and the villains are just like Muppet. Like the <laughs> bad guy who's called Captain Vor. Well, the main bad guy. Captain Vor. Don't know how that's true. But the first big bad guy you're introduced to, he literally looks like a Jim Henson Muppet. Like every time he talks, his neck is whipping back and forth to the left and right like it looks like there is someone's arm stuffed underneath this guy's face because because there's muscle movements that look like they would be really tiring if not it's adorable god damn that game's interface needs work though matt you've played it for a bit right yeah i've only like dipped my toe in um Little, I mean, same. paddle. <laughs> like, it, it's fun. Like, I, I like what it... Because I, I played it during the beta, and it was nothing like it is now. You know, like, the community changed that game. It's kind like, of like Destiny now. It reminded me of Path of Exile, where, like, in the beginning, Path of Exile was, like, a very slow game. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into this, like, fast, ridiculous, janky mess by the end of it. It was just fun. And so did, like, Warframe, where, like... The glitch of people like um, wall jumping and um, not wall jumping, but like using the space bar, like the dash to constantly create movement. And they like just added it to the game. Yeah. Yeah, Like mm -hmm. there's skill based movement. I was I was playing with some friends last night and I was like trying to sprint through levels and they were just zooming right past me. I was like, how are you guys going so fast? The answer was to just never press the sprint button, completely ignore it and do some sick ass like combo with, with crouching and jumping at the right minute. Yeah. Yeah. There's like always, there's active gameplay to it. It feels like a really fast paced, tight action game and not many free to play games do. They feel like they're, they're numbers driven RPGs. And it's the closest thing to wall bouncing that I've ever come to. Wall and I bouncing. love me some wall bouncing. Yeah, yeah, in uh, Gears of War. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was a community thing that became a thing as mm. well. And, and the other thing to know about Warframe is that missions are like five to eight minutes. They're extremely short. <gasps> really? Which I think is one I of like the things that. that dropped me off. Yeah, it's one of the things that actually, I think, kind of dropped me off with the PS4 version. But now that it's on the Switch, you know what short mission lengths do to... To games that get ported to the Switch. Yeah, this is sounding more and more appealing. Dude, Warframe. No, you're right. I think Warframe I need to download that. Has yeah. has always been great, and I think playing like five to eight minutes of Warframe before bed on the Switch and under the covers is gonna actually get me into it in a better way than before. <laughs> like I was able to get into Stardew Valley because of the portability on the Switch. When that game did not appeal to me on a like immersive sit down in the chair, put on headphones type environment. Wait, Ooh. baby, let me get into the mood. Exactly. You don't gotta get in the mood. Well, it doesn't take as long to get in the mood with 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 Switch ports. Yeah. <laughs> also, the Switch just has like all the good free to play stuff now. It's it's got <laughs> Eat, Sleep, Fortnite, Repeat. It's got Warframe. It's got it's got it's got Paladins. It, that's true. They wow. <laughs> You don't even have to pay money to have a good time with the Nintendo Switch, nor do you even have to pay for the online service to play these games online. <laughs> I'm wondering if I'm going to be paying up for that stuff after after Smash comes Those out. Those poor Splatoon. It's, it's, it's $20 a year. Oh, I keep forgetting that I'm going to have to buy it when Smash comes out. Do I really just want... It just feels like another bill to pay, almost, like... Uh, Smash Online yeah. better be fucking good if I'm gonna have to pay for this. It was only okay on the Wii U. Smash Four was great, but 
Nintendo Online has typically been only okay, if not worse, throughout all their history. It's been terrible. <sighs> Splatoon was... Like the first okay example, I think. Friend codes, yay. 16-digit friend codes. Even though uh, they still had friend codes, but at least it had a searchable matchmaking lobby that worked, which was a first. <laughs> hey, let me add you. Oh, um, what's your friend code? Six, four, zero, <laughs> one, zero. It's like a Cinco product. Wait a second, I forgot. Let me take out my 3DS. They pull out a phone book. Start, like, <laughs> telegraphing it over a wire in Morse code. Just a, a community crowdfunded <laughs> 3DS <laughs> friend code phone book. <laughs> that would look so stupid. <laughs> friend codes in a, like, a little black book. <laughs> I'm just gonna find. So I'm just gonna find George. Flip open the book. George. 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 <laughs> Go through every. That is George. the most nerdiest thing that you can have. Is a is a 3ds phone book. Like seriously, like <laughs> you play it so much that you just have this long list. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> no. That's when you've gone too far. Okay, uh, <laughs> we're all nerds here, but that's when you got too far. I remember I seeing mean, kids in Japan. Nintendo forced your hand. Is what, it's what you gotta do. <laughs> I remember seeing kids in Japan who actually used the 3DS as camera, like around town, just taking pictures <laughs> of stuff. And I was like, wow, I completely forgot that that thing had a camera. So maybe there's someone out there somewhere in the world who, who has a little black book of all his friends, yep. friend codes. There is definitely someone. Nah. Oh, maybe funny. a child. to us right now. Yeah, a, a fan of the, the dad well, cast. Wait, it might, it might be a girl. Let's, let's, let's not. <laughs> did we like, ever we... say a gender? Yeah, we, we always say guys. Wait, yeah, no, we did. I just now remembered, yeah. I yeah, used, we just I never tea. think about it. <laughs> right, right. Gu guilty as charged, I guess. <laughs> Dad and sons? How mm -hmm. dare us. Don't. <laughs> oh, my God. Are we, are we going to talk about... A media, a, a pop cultural media product. Isn't that what people want on the internet? Is to hear nerds talk about products instead of each other, right? Like, don't people come here to hear our informed, interesting Opinion? opinions? <laughs> yeah, about HDR TVs. Oh God! Oh God! No, let's not do oh, that. God, I no. played the Yakuza. Woo! There we go. Whoa. Yakuza, good ass games. I'm happy for you. Did Holy you enjoy shit. it? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm gonna get Liam. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna play a game this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna show that white European was, boy up. <laughs> I was so busy. I was just like, you know what? No, I'm gonna I'm I'm play some games, and I doubt I. I Bought it from Steam and put it in, and I was like, it started playing, and then I realized that it was in Japanese, and I was like, oh, I'm too tired for this. Why, why, why didn't I think about this? Of course it would have subtitles. Why? Why did I do this to myself? <laughs> Is there an English option? And what? I go, no dub. No dub. I'm like, no! What were you expecting? <laughs> I know. I know. It was such a stupid thing. I was like... No, duh. The game is called Yakuza. Like, why? Ah, oh. and uh, so I, I sat there. I was like, okay, I gotta stay awake and read this. 
Um, in the beginning, I gotta say, I was just like, oh god, no, no, I can't, I can't do <laughs> because this because of subtitles. But then it starts getting like really good. It starts like, like, um, like the part where he finds out that the guy he beat up was killed, and after that, it just starts getting like ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> just so ridiculous enough. Wait, fights is this Yakuza Kiwami or Zero? Zero. Zero. Oh, yeah. Okay. Zero. Still, yeah, that's the one that Liam told me to play. People um, fucking love that game. Yeah, it's it, it gets pretty insane. Um, and, uh, man, it feels like I'm playing a relic, though. I'm not going to lie. Was this game, like, made from... This game is a new game, right? This is not, like, a remake, yeah. correct? This is a new game, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> it came a, out it's in, like, prequel. 26, 17, I think? Yeah, yeah, de definitely 20. a relic. 2015 in Japan, 2017 in world, the rest of the world. Like, you can't repeat certain mini-games. Like, the world is just, like, this big, empty, like, like world with, like, human traffic cones <laughs> that you run into. Like, it's, it's very, uh, it's very old school. Like, kind of like, like, um, Shimu. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I'm okay with it though. It's it's fine. It's fine. Um, it's it 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 just feels like I'm playing like a an older game that's like, you know, with a with a fun story. Mm -hmm. Like I never thought I never thought I would I would enjoy the story, but the story is actually pretty interesting to to play. It's like um, the way they unfold everything. Is quite interesting. I don't want to spoil anything, but like, yeah, even like straight up from like after that, like hour mark, you start getting it starts getting really interesting, and the fighting is fun, uh, even though the moves tend to repeat a lot, like the power moves and stuff. Oh yeah, but it's still it's still fun to like slam a guy's head against the wall, um, <laughs> or like grab a motorcycle and just like start swinging and hit like three guys and knock them out. You know, it's it's so it's so over the top. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a cool game. I haven't beaten it yet. Um, it's, a, it's a long I've game. I've been doing some of the mini so games. So I'm not surprised. It's a yeah, uh, and I have limited time. But I you know I I did spend some time playing some of the mini games like the batting, which I hate very 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 much i spent so um, long mr shakedown <laughs> what the hell who's mr shakedown he's the so there's this guy yeah. who roams the streets shaking down people he wants to be the strongest person oh like like just dueling people uh on the planet oh that's so japanese yeah and he wants to be the strongest people a uh, strongest person and in order to do that he's he needs like special training so he needs to get money from just like random people on the street. So he just beats up random people on the street to take their money. So I'm like, okay. Um, you know, I had like a, a nice few mil on me. I was like, okay, in yen. Oh, so so like a couple bucks. Whoa, 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 whoa. A million is like $10,000. Okay, so like maybe 10 or 20 bucks. <laughs> no, no, not 10 or 20 bucks. That's not a mil. Okay, so maybe like the 56. Just because to you, George, in that large Patreon bag you've got going on. It's pennies Ooh. to you. I mean, Ooh. I mean, a yen. It's it's Ooh. it. Oh. The numbers get real big in Japan, real fast. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, like I like having a is million like, yen. Like 300 all, you something. Add, all you do is add two zeros and you've got it. Oh, I know, I know. Fuck, fuck. Go on. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Don't try and claw your way out Wait, of this. Be on yeah. your merry way. Yeah, just lots of lots of little stuff like that makes it a makes it a pretty fun game. And he like you see him in the street before he you could like choose to run away from him. It's like a little mechanic where he like if you're not paying attention, he'll get you, and you have to fight him. And he, this... he can he can down you in two hits and take all your money. He's got so Did much. Did Shakedown well. like get kidnapped yeah. by by the Umbrella Corp and, and transformed into the Nemesis? Because it kind of sounds like the Nemesis. Uh, I don't know. Does he just, like, no. burst through, through doors when you're least expecting it? And are like, I'm here. He's pretty easy to avoid, yeah, but you will end up bumping yeah, into Yeah, but you got to pay attention. You can't be, like, you know, drinking some hot cocoa, you know, while eating a couple, like, breadsticks. <laughs> Someone's been having a lovely week. <laughs> and playing the game. <laughs> breadsticks. I don't know why. Bread why I went to breadsticks? <laughs> I, I could Marsh- little see marshmallows. It. I mean, I haven't had marshmallows inside of a hot cocoa in a while. Oh. I should make that. I don't happen. think I've ever had that, that time of year. Sounds boys. like a cliche to me. Oh, it's good fun. It's, it's a lot of sugar. <laughs> a lot of sugar goes straight to your hips. Oh no! Some people want. Can't be that. dealing with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look good for when George comes in two weeks. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah, working on I'm, those abs, huh? Trying to going, take the shirt off, right? I might as well make it public. I am going to be in Japan in a couple weeks to uh, check out the MGS escape room. That's literally why he's coming. Oh he's not God. coming to visit me. He's literally coming to do that. Like I gotta make it a tax return deduction somehow. Imagine if that was your life. That was your tax deductible for the year. So long as you make a video on a business trip, you can... Well, so long as you make a video, it counts as a business trip. Wow. wow. The IRS is going to be knocking on your door real quick. Uh, it, real it, quick. It lowers your taxes by something like 2%. It's no big deal, but it it, it gives you an excuse to, to spend lots of money on travel. Hey, are, are you George Weedman? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Time for an audit. <laughs> Get on that table, boy. Some people already knew you were coming to Japan, so they've already requested I subject you to some stuff that you may have missed. Oh, no. Are you going to give me a can show? What? Oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> now that's a plan. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. I give you the traditional Japanese welcome. <laughs> no. No, no, <laughs> L- Liam, I... <laughs> but Stan. I think that would be considered, like, fireable sexual harassment in the States. I mean, technically... Well, United States no more, but, uh, boy. Technically, <laughs> technically, I do work for you. Oh, God, that would make it even weirder. <laughs> Welcome to the dad and son. What do I do? It's do I George and you? Matt. Liam was fired. <laughs> Liam, I'm not going to fight. Liam, please don't poke me in the butthole. Let's just leave it at that. Liam, please don't poke me in the butthole. <laughs> no, he says, I won't fire you if you poke me in the butthole. That's, that's, what, he's, no, that's what he's actually saying. I won't have to think about it. Uh, I, you know what? Uh, Liam, the what beauty, video games the are you be- The beauty Liam, is, Matt, as we it. found out in the past, Liam, he wants in the past three weeks, George's memory it, is Liam. not what it used to be. So by the time he, wants by the time it, he arrives here, he will have forgotten all about this. <laughs> 
You're talking about how I like didn't know that Japan didn't do daylight savings time, so I was an hour late that one week. Is that what this is? Yeah, you were not. <laughs> oh you were God. an hour late one week, but then you were late, or you didn't know what time we were recording consistently. Because the time changed. Because like converting. Okay, okay. Before daylight savings time, all I had to do to calculate Japan time in my head was add two hours and then switch the PM to the AM or vice versa. Now it's like. A complicated mm-hmm. formula that changes by the month. Because of daylight savings time. Change. It seriously screwed me up. B- 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 an and hour backwards or an hour first? No, you do the math. <laughs> I've been trying, and it's like hard to memorize, okay? America's not good at teaching children math. It's because you use that <laughs> shitty metric America's system. America's not good at teaching children anything. <laughs> anything. <laughs> At all. <laughs> you guys go to those, like, those, those, those schools where teachers actually care about their kids. <laughs> oh, those are the ones that, that the rich people pay for to get their kids. Exactly. Out. Exactly. Because the teachers are happy and happy teachers make happy students who learn things. Oh, this is depressing. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> it's all too close to home. So, Matt. So, Matt. Matt. Yeah. We were right about Yakuza then. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's, 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 yes. It's, it's a good. It's a good. It's a good game. It's good. I, I. I gotta beat it though. I gotta see if it stays good. You know. See if I'm not wasting my time. You ain't. See if it's. Uh, you ain't. The only Yakuza game that I've heard is a waste of time is the zombie one. That is. A waste and I've of also time. heard that the like medieval Japan one is not a waste of time, but a little. Uh, uh, blemisher compared, blemished compared to the others. <laughs> Medieval Japan one. Feudal Japan, whatever you guys call it. Historical yeah. Japan. Like, you could go into a disco bar and start dancing. It's true. Like, that's... It's, it's the that's perfect cool. simulator. It's, it's a complete simulation of the universe, like one of our dad didn't sufficiently. <laughs> I, I would have loved to see, like, a, a Yakuza with, like, a bigger budget. Like, already... Like playing this game, I'm like it would be cool to see like all these stores open instead of it just being invisible walls everywhere. It would be it would be pretty cool. Uh, they they got their their Detective Eyes spinoff coming up. What's it called? Dog Eyes. Judge Eyes. Judge Eyes. Joji. Joji. That's that's my name in Japan. Joji. What? Okay. What? Joji Uedo <laughs> man. <laughs> When 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 I went okay. to the, the <laughs> I have no idea what's going on here. So that's how that's how you pronounce my name in 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 Japanese. I I oh. had it on a little name tag in my Japanese classes back back when and it was jo- Joji when, when I had life and energy in me. Yeah, I think I'm gonna call you Joji now. Joji. In, Joji. In, in, in Sweden, I was Jorg. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that one. Yeah. Yorg. 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 What? Really? When I think of Yorg, I think of Yorg. a like Viking warrior sailing a boat on his way to plunder. You are the opposite of that. No. Yorg. I know, and it, that's that's why I love it. You are definitely more of a Georgie than you are a, than you are a Yorg. Oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Liam, you played a video game this week, right? I played right? more of the same mediocre video game I was playing last week. 
Oh, wow. That's significantly more negative than last it's week. It's not. It's Explain. It's a follow. Oh, no. So you went to the polls. Is Pokemon, let's go out a window. It's a, It's a, It's <laughs> basically a follow-on from last week. The game is fine. It's fine. It's fine. That's all it is, though. It's fine. But it's too easy? It's actually, it's, it's, I don't know how to answer that question because yes and no. Because there's not like random encounters all the time. Like you can just skip Pokemon. So what I seem to notice with a lot of people who are catching Pokemon in this game, they were they were trying to get like Chinese. Like this game, for some reason, they've made it super easy to get Chinese compared to old games, right? So everyone's mm-hmm. like abusing the system, not abusing the system, but basically people are figuring out what the system is to catch shinies really easy in this game. And it, it's it's to do with like, you know, using lures a lot as well as having like getting the catch uh, combo. So if you catch the same Pokemon over and over again, there's more chance of you catching a shiny version of that Pokemon. Huh? Oh, they really want you to collect. Yeah. So if you get like 20 to 30, you know you got a higher chance of catching a shiny version of that Pokemon. And this can happen 20 with... 20 to 30. Well, That Jesus. sounds repetitive. Well, yes, it does. Compared to, like, the 14,000 times you had to try, like, in the previous games to catch certain stuff, mm. this is, like, if you spend, like, a good day's hard work, you, you'd catch the Pokemon you want, really. Uh, and you can see them. And all you have to do is throw a Pokemon. Well, that's the thing. is because well, so. uh, because the catching mechanic in this is the same as Pokemon Go. The idea is that you would catch lots and lots of Pokemon, right? You would keep just bumping into Pokemon and then catching them because it's super easy to catch them if you're not using the shitty motion controls. But the idea is that you would keep catching them. But I don't like that at all. Like, once I've got one Pokemon and I know I'm not going to use it, say I catch, like, a Geodude, it's like, that's my Geodude. That's my dude. My dude. Yeah. That's my Geodude. I don't need another Geodude. Why do I need another Geodude? Like, I'm not going to use Geodude. I'm going to catch a Graveler later on, so I don't need to evolve him. Like, that's my Geodude. So, I only get experience for the Pokemon I catch. Whereas, when you catch Pokemon, it's uh, the equivalent to, like, if you won a battle. So, all your Pokemon in your party get experience points. So with the people who are, like, farming all of these catch combos, they're obviously, their Pokemon are, like, leveling up super high before they even need to. Your team levels when you catch a new Pokemon? Yeah, you get shared experience across huh. all your Pokemon, as well as when you battle. That's different. No, it's the same if you have uh, the XP share in the older games. So... Well, you... you... It'll only be shared with the Pokemon that actually fight it. No. I thought... XP share gets shared across your party. In, in okay. the older games. I'm pretty sure. Now you've confused me. Mm-hmm. XP share. I mean, I might just Some... be remembering it wrong. XP share is a held item, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a held item. Um, I think, what, in the last game, they made XP share, like, just a thing? Yeah, so uh, in, in the older games, it was, like, uh, XP share was uh, split into two halves, evenly distributed among Pokemon that participated in the battle, and the other half distributed among all mm-hmm. party members. So I remember it the first way. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, but you still got you got more. No. All all Pokemon in your party got experience. Just the ones who participated in battle got more mm, experience. Not the older ones. The, the only only the person who was holding the XP share. 
I think I think we're we're getting down like a, a, a hole of minutiae. We can we can go back to the bigger picture. So in this game, it acts very similar. Where in a battle or if you catch a Pokemon, <laughs> you get experience across your whole party. I'm not sure what the percentage uh, percentage stats are, but minutiae. basically all of them get stats. So if you're catching lots and lots of Pokemon, you're just getting lots and lots and lots of experience. Like it's like grinding. But because it's so easy to catch Pokemon and you're catching like hundreds of them, well, these people are, you're catching hundreds, you're just getting like super overleveled immediately, very traditional Pokemon way. But because I'm basically just like, well, now I have one of this, I don't need another, I'm just then walking past all the others. So my Pokemon stay pretty evenly leveled. So like now I'm facing trainers who are like, level 28 and my pokemon are maybe level 30 so i'm not like super out of the range of what usually would happen in a pokemon game you know usually you'd be like 10 levels ahead of like trainer johnny and his radata um (laughs) yeah no it's so it is still easy it's a pokemon game but you know it's not like overwhelmingly easy because i've been pretty much staying to the to the level of what the other trainers have been. I'll probably catch my team in shiny form. You should. I have not seen a shiny myself That'd because be obviously satisfying. I've not been doing the catch combo. But I kind of want to, like, try it. Like, if I can find, like, a Scyther, I want a shiny Scyther. Ooh. But I reckon that would be really hard because Scyther is notoriously difficult to fucking find. And um, and, and, and evolve into Scyther. But the one thing I have noticed... Is because this game doesn't have random ba- encounter battles, this game way fucking overcompensates with trainer battles. <laughs> like, everyone was kind of wondering, like, what they're going to do, like, how many battles are going to be in it, because obviously there are not too many trainer battles the- in the older Pokemon games. Like, you'd have, like, three or so on a route, maybe, and, and combine that with the random encounters. You'd, you know, you'd have, like, a good 10 or so battles on a route. Like, this game's, like, overcompensating as fuck. There's, like, a trainer on every corner in this game. And, like, a lot of them you can just... They don't want you murdering the Pokemon in the grass anymore. Well, yeah, exactly, right? So you... Painting the streets with blood. But when you're just trying yeah. to, like... Pokey blood. When you're just trying to, like, walk along... I mean, there are some of them that do, like, rotations, so you can just, like, follow their pattern and then skip them entirely. But then it feels bad, because you're like, well, there are not that many chances to battle in this game because of there's no random encounters i better go battle that guy for items or like more pokeballs or something um but yeah it's definitely overcompensating like i just did um the the tunnel to cerulean city no to lavender town the rock tunnel is that the one that was full of zubats well they're all full of zubats but luckily you can walk past them this time um ah rock tunnel yeah it was the rock tunnel and it was to lavender town the 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 dun 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 the really creepy place with the with the the ghost yeah yeah that one and i there was so many trains creepy pasta about lavender town yeah yeah doesn't your rivals like ratatad die and he's like mourning his loss when you have a battle with him Oh man, that's so creepy. There was a lot of creepy pastor about Lavender Town. Like if you play the music backwards, a Gengar will come and, and eat your soul. <laughs> There's a lot. But 
There's so many trainers in that tunnel. So many. Like at least 20. I think. Jesus. Jeez. There's a lot. Jesus. That's like a cave society. Like they could... They got enough people to sustain themselves in there. There is a lot. <laughs> and what, I, Whoa, what, I, what is what? even weirder is... is what? <laughs> like, a, like a Neolithic cave person sort of town. People have been doing it for hundreds of thousands of years. So they could have like a, a, a way station set up out front, some, some like shelters and bed spaces inside, and then you get like people to hunter-gather and then maybe like farm some yams just outside the cave and... Use the cave for shelter and, and like communal, town sort of arrangements. It's. Hmm. I was I was figuring out how deep you were gonna go with that. I'm sorry. I'm a little disappointed that you didn't I, go I, as, as I hard apologize. as I wanted you to go. That, that I was like <laughs> thinking too hard about the implications of why twenty humans would be hanging around a cave together. What I don't understand about this cave as well is that you have to get what's called a secret technique, and your Pikachu or. Uh, Eevee, depending on which game you have, they learn these secret techniques, which are basically like, you know, cuts, uh, flash, surf. So now you don't have to use them as uh, TMs or HMs. I forget which one's the permanent one that ruins all your stats. HMs. Yeah. So you don't have to use them as HMs, HMs anymore. So they have these uh, techniques on top of the four moves that they already have. So it doesn't, you don't have to decide which ones to cut out. You, They just have these new abilities. And, um, the secret technique that is like flash, I forget the name. It's like fucking light screen or something. I forget. But uh, when you walk into the rock tunnel, it's like completely pitch black. And it's like, would you like to use this technique? And you're like, well, of course. I want to be able to see where I'm going. And then you're thinking, are these like 20 trainers just like standing in the dark <laughs> this whole time until I came along with my mm-hmm. magical Pikachu, which could like then light the cave up? And you think they'd be grateful that in a cave full of gravelers, onyxes, there's a lot of onyxes in there, um, z- crowbats and zubats and diglets, that you'd be pretty happy that I came along and then, like, led you out of a cave with a light. What a bunch of assholes. I know, right? Jeez. Well. You find them stranded in the wilderness, lost in a cave. Yeah. You're like, you're Elon. They're, they're the truth. What's the metaphor I was looking for? Because, you know, like the, the cave kids got caught and Elon Musk oh like tried to God. help them out. You're and talking about those, apparently he did everything those wrong. Thailand, and, was it Thailand or the Philippines? Those, the soccer team. Thailand. The, the soccer mm-hmm. team, right? The, the, the kids exploring the cave and then people come in, light a way out, and they're very grateful and immediately want to go. Yeah, this doesn't sound very realistic, uh, Pokemon. Yeah, but yeah, the game's fine. Like, it's, it's fine. Like... There are aspects of it that could make it like the best Pokemon game ever. It's 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 really nice to look at. Like mm. the colors are all vibrant. Everything's wonderfully modeled in 3D. They're all like picture perfect doll houses, like every house in that game. And the Pokemon look it's great. Cute. Like the Pokemon look so good. Like the first time you see you know a, a quite rare Pokemon or something like later on in the game for the first time in 3D, you're like, holy shit, that looks awesome. The, the nostalgic hits you hard. And you're like, yeah, this is great. And then you, you have to use that shitty catching mechanic again <laughs> and again and again and again. And it's so annoying. It's something I, I wanted to ask about. Like, how is, how's the battling? Are they still doing, like, attacks that don't hit each other? 
Oh yeah, where they like wave at the air. Yeah. Ten feet away from the other Pokemon. It depends on the move. A lot of it is funny. Like, you know, dig. Uh, they won't dig. Just the 3D model will just excavate down out of the scene. <laughs> but there there are some moves, especially like based around, you know, the titular Pikachu and Eevee, where they will have animations based on some attacks. A lot of the attacks look the same. Thunder and Thunderbolt. I don't know which is which. Okay. Um, there are some moves, yeah, that they wave in front of them and they do attacks. But for the most part, it looks pretty good. I can't believe it took them this long to do this. Yeah. Because, you know, Pokemon Coliseum did come out. So, yeah. Um, years ago. My, years my ago. favorite visual one is a really random one. It's Stealth Rock. Do you know what Stealth Rock does? What's no. Stealth Rock do? It's, it's ultimately pretty useless <laughs> in a game like this when you're not playing multiplayer. But Stealth Rock is where uh, a move where you throw rocks out around the Pokemon that is out battling right now. And then if the trainer switches a Pokemon or one Pokemon faints, when the other Pokemon comes in, it has rocks dig digged into it. Ouch. But, but they're called Stealth Rocks. So what happens is the Pokemon throws these rocks at you and they, they form a, a ring around you. And then all of a sudden they go and they disappear like into the Matrix. Like, they have, like, a shield cloak on them. And you're like, oh, my God. And, uh, where'd those stealthy rocks go? Stealth camo rocks. Oh, my Otacon, God. Otacon, get me out of here. This is a weed conversation right here. <laughs> the stealth rocks, bro. Stealth rocks, stealth bro. rocks. They disappeared to the Matrix, Wait. man. Are we really in the Matrix? Is weed a gateway drug to, to stealth rocks? The stealth rocks. I want to hit those stealth rocks. <laughs> it's fine. The game's fine. Okay. I imagine kids love it. I mean, yeah. it's selling, like bananas and selling really well so this week uh, tonight at 11 is nintendo selling your children rocks stealthily i think so find out what shocking conversations we've heard on playgrounds across the country i i can't believe like news anchors still do that djs still do that on the radio like find out in after this song find out in 15 like it's just like whoa Yo, I don't care. <laughs> I'll switch the channel. I don't care. Oh, let me tell you. Oh, let me tell you about so the funniest part of Pokemon. After these okay. messages. <laughs> Wait, are we for real? Because we do that too. Whoa, but but for real. But but for, <laughs> but for real. But for real. My Ivysaur evolved into the wicked Venusaur. Oh, I thought we were going to break. Wait, yeah, Wait. Liam, you're like. Wait. Wait. That was that was a good one to go Wait, to break. You're giving us no. a mental no. concho here. We don't we don't know how seriously we should take no. this. Is this. Is it harassment or just a fun prank? No, but I wanted to tell you about the fact that you can have Pokemon follow you, and I had this fat ass Venusaur follow me through the Lavender Tower, and it just kept getting stuck on all these gravestones, and it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> no, Liam, that was a good segue. We got it. No. Don't no. cut out my no. fat Venusaur. Find out how to diet your Venusaur after these messages. Du kannst nicht alle 100 Mons alleine fangen. Das gibt's doch nicht. Aber mit einem Freund kannst du sie tauschen. Heiler! Also, schnapp dir ein Linkkabel, einen Freund mit einem Gameboy und mit beiden Versionen kannst du sie alle fangen. Welcome back to your mama's house. Welcome back to your dad's podcast. 
that he does in like the the, the little unused room that, that the family doesn't know if it's an office or a, or a playroom for for the kids that may or may not currently exist. The uh, the, the the dad his room. shed, his shed at the back of the garden that you have to walk down. He's well, just, he's he's just laughing to himself with his with his chums on the radio. Welcome back to Dad's side project. <laughs> we 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 got some 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 news stories that are like follow-ups of previous uh, suspicions and in lampooning we we've oh done before. God. I guess our lampooning of Fallout 76 is going to be concluding this week because that sure came out and sure did get reviewed. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, I have not seen it. Let, let's let's see that that verdict there. Ooh, uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. You know how fifty-five. Yeah, you know how usually games are rated on like a seven to ten scale, where like mm. seven is just like it's okay, it's bad, but it like works and it's polished. Anything below seven has been like garbo usually throughout the years yeah. and i'm wondering either if that's changing or if fallout 76 is really that garbo because it's sitting at a 55 right now on metacritic i was actually not expecting it to yeah. do as poorly as it ended up doing for like yeah we a, were a, joking about the metacritic being like 76 well, that's what i was expecting yeah, that's yeah. the highest score on here Wow. Like Game Sky. Gamer Sky. Gamer Sky gave it a 76 as well. What so a reputable At least company. someone else thought of the joke. But, uh, yeah, 5 from IGN, a uh, 40 from GameSpot. Like, like usually, like, the big uh, commercialized, you know, McDonald's of game review sites that don't even <laughs> go that low have gone that low. With this one, man, they—I'd hate to be seeing what what was going on in the offices over there this week. I mean, well, they're not getting paid. We all know that. I mean, <laughs> from uh, no game bonuses like... this year. No, they didn't get their eighty on Metacritic. That was the Bethesda contract with Obsidian for New Vegas. I mean, you probably laugh about that, but that probably is the case. They probably yeah, won't I know, get a I bonus. Know, it's the sad God. Truth. <laughs> yeah, the sad truth is that game's been discounted by almost twenty dollars already. Ain't nobody getting no bonus this year. I'm gonna look up some prices. It had like a thirty-three percent discount. I mean, I think. really, the way it looks, who really worked on it, though? You know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, their Cyber Monday deal had it down to thirty-five bucks, and the game came out. A week. A week, if not less ago. Yeah. Wow. He is bad. Yeah, I, I feel like there's not much more we can say that we have said before, because we also haven't played it so much as we've just talked about how the idea doesn't appeal to us in the first place. But wow, yeah. now it really doesn't appeal. Are you playing Fallout 76? Email us and tell us, do you disagree? Mm. That would be intriguing. Yeah, actually, yeah, send us questions you'd want to, like, poke our brains at to know what it's what it's like thinking on the outside versus the inside. I bet they're going to say that I play with friends. Yeah. I, I guarantee you it's I play with friends and we laugh I at I just bugs. don't know how they can improve it because the system is built not to have NPCs, which seems to be, like, the one of the... Apart from, like, ignoring all of the technical hiccups that, you know... 
even though the game's always going to have it, they can get rid of most of the, the nagging, long-standing issues that will happen with that game. That kind of shit you can deal with. But, like, the biggest problem a lot of people complain about with it is it's just so empty. There's just no goal to the world whatsoever. Like, it's a good world, but there's nothing to it. There's no substance in it whatsoever. Like, take out the one of the major aspects of the Fallout 3D series, which is questing for NPCs and interacting with them and using your special skill to either talk them out of doing stuff or trying to convince them to give you things and stuff like that. But they've built this whole game without that system. Like, how do you fix that? You can't. You can't do a Destiny or a, uh, what is it called? We were talking about it before, Warframe or Path of Exile. Like, this is a, what is it? What do they call it? Game, live Shoot. game s- oh. service? Mm-hmm. Games Which, for live service? Games for Xbox? Fallout 4 was, it was, it was steering scarily towards that direction with how much of a loot and shoot loop it was. Oh no, that's definitely what they're trying to do. They're not trying to just make like a single player online cooperative experience. It's a game they want people to play for a long time. Whoopsies. Yeah, whoopsies for sure. Whoopsies. I mean that end game boss fight. I'm looking forward to Starfield. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more about Elder Scrolls 6 and then deciding later if I I'm interested in it. This is this is something that is this the lowest reviewed Bethesda game ever? It looked unappealing from from the E3 announcement. Did Red Guard get lower reviews? Uh, let's see. Elder Scrolls Red Guard. Metacritic. I remember Red Guard reviewed pretty badly. It was also from the era where uh, uh, Metacritic does not have. A database of Red Guard reviews. Let's see what are still out there. Yeah, I got an 8 from GameSpot and a 7 from IGN. And that huh. would have been, like, what, circa 1998, 99? 98. I wonder if you can, like, type Bethesda Ooh, kinda, It makes me kind of feel warm and fuzzy knowing that <laughs> those sites have been around for that long. Be in the McDonald's of game reviews since 1998. It's useful. Okay, yes. Officially, uh... Also, I want to take that back about GameSpot. Always loved you better than IGN. Um, and and what you, back in the 90s, Turn of the Millennium, Greg Cassavin, you were my fave on GameSpot. Yeah, Greg Cassavin. What a great guy. Anyways. Uh, we also can talk about the PS Classic some more, because that is out, and that has been reviewed. And Wait, it's it not is... out yet, but it's out oh. soon. Oh. It's out next week, right? It's Its review version has been... Yeah. let out and its reviews have been let out apparently if they're letting go of the embargo this early i guess that means they were more confident in it than than bethesda sure was with fallout but it also you know Sucks. it's not a, a disaster but it's not getting good review scores either it sucks supposedly <laughs> a little bit more of a susp- surprise for me with fallout because because we, we we've been riffing on it a bit but apparently there's no built-in upscaler or uh yeah, I guess Upscaler would be the word. It would still be running at default resolution if it was supposed to emulate original hardware. No, no, but... no, no, no. no. The, yeah, the, okay. The news is that half of the games on the list supposedly run a 50 hertz PAL mm. version. Yep, because they're the European is, version for some reason. Which is so dumb. Why? You're emulating it. Why are you choosing the 60 hertz version? 
at the 50 hertz version over the 60 hertz version. The... It, why? I guess it's because striking the deals as Sony is harder to do than as Nintendo, where your no, 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 games no, no, are no, still no, under no, centralized... No, no, no. But what's I gonna choose to do with choosing uh, the 50 hertz version over the I 60 don't hertz know. version for I'm half assuming, of the games? I'm assuming it's a complicated business reason that that Nintendo doesn't have to deal with for for them being a not necessarily like a smaller yeah definitely a smaller company yeah for them being like a smaller company with the headquarters office in Japan who has more say than the uh, international offices of Sony do. Over over the overall brand image of all their products, they have more of a library of first party titles. Whereas Sony was from the ground up, like building support for third parties. I, I maybe Sony, the European division has rights over these things, which is I get weird. That's bonkers. Because why would they hinder such a thing? Like oh, nobody's going to notice. They are negotiably right. different. And that's why I don't think... I, I, I'm not assuming it's stupidity or laziness. I'm assuming it's a complicated business reason. I'm sure it is, but... Come on. Like, stop waving your dicks around in each other's departments and, like, get it together. But but the uh, one thing that, that really does disappoint me is how, apparently how bad these games look on an HDTV, which is something that does happen when you plug in, in a PlayStation... Or a Nintendo 64, especially a PlayStation. Both are going to look terrible on modern HDMI uh, TVs. And, and I wonder how Nintendo does the upscaling for their... You, you actually w- could fill us in on this, Liam. Because uh, to get Nintendo games from back in the day looking real good on HDMI, you kind of sort of have to do some hardware modding or buy an expensive box uh, like a like a frame meister. Yeah, like a frame meister do upscaling. Yeah, I d- actually don't know how the Super Nintendo. Well, the Super Nintendo Classic is interesting because it has three different settings. Like you can have the pixel perfect mode, which is you know pixel perfect density, which is what the Super Nintendo didn't run at back in the day. They always had jittery frames based on the lag of TVs. Or you have the the four by three, which is the Super Nintendo uh, original the way that it was running at the time and then you have the what is it the 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 crt mode which is the like scan line filter and then i know i know for a fact that the scan line filter covers some of the animation gaps like it disguises it by the way it's filtered so Mm -hmm. that helps with like making old games not pixel art games because pixel art games are just timeless anyway but i don't know why they didn't add like these options in the ps classic especially scan lines like that shit one makes old games get away with not looking so bad when they're blown up on huge tvs and two a lot of people just like that anyway but to not have that option is really weird or some extra little bit of processing hardware in there that could just like do a FXAA blur filter. I don't know. There's but it's not surely even that. some this solutions. This just screams like this screams of what happened is the NES Classic got announced, and everyone who isn't Nintendo panicked a little bit, being like, "Oh shit, what's happening? Oh no, Nintendo's going to make a load of money off nostalgia." Oh, oh, I'm sure it's just a one-off though. And then. 
Nintendo announced the Super Nintendo Classic, and like Sony, are like, oh shit, they they still have like the Game Boy and the N sixty four and the GameCube. They, oh, we have to get in on this. And then within the space of a year, they were like, well, how can we get this out in a year? Let's just Rainbow Six Siege is popular right now. Let's yeah. throw in the PlayStation version of Rainbow Six. Let's get every licensing deal that we can sorted in a year, and if we can't get them, then we'll just cut them, and then, you know, we'll throw together a list together that has games like Jumping Flash and Ridge Racer and Rainbow Six. The worst version of Rainbow yeah. Six. I don't know if they made a Game Boy version do. or something, but the PlayStation version is not the way to play that game. But so we don't have an in-house emulator good enough. Just take the good one off the internet yeah, the that everyone source. uses. Oh, boy. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Oh, but we have some issue that nobody knows about that have something to do with 50 hertz to 60. It's fine. Just stick whatever in the box. Just do it. Get it out there. But so $100. we don't have any options in there. We'd have to do some extra programming. Kids don't care about CRT TV. CRT filters. Fuck them. Uh, Get it out. Do we care at all about uh, Smash Ultimate being leaked a couple weeks ahead of time? This or is that really business bad. as usual. Oh, you think no, this, this is especially bad? This is bad. Go this is bad. On. This is bad, 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 bad. I mean, I won't. I yeah, won't for for, pull for context, for it's, it's almost though exactly like what it sounds like. The game's been pirated and released ahead of time. Data miners are going through the. They go through everything. The release, seeing what they can dig up, uh, what unlockables no, and surprises. Gone through, they've gone through everything. Not all nine hundred tracks of the game. The game has nine hundred music tracks. 900 music tracks. Nice. Or something like that. Over 800. <laughs> exactly or something right like that. Okay. Yeah. But okay. all of them were leaked, and people could just download them, which is bad. Which is really bad, right? You're trying to build up hype for a game, you're marketing and everything like that, and all of a sudden, every single music track of the game gets released. And How then does this happen? It's because Nintendo. People because yeah, because you know people who work at like distribution centers who have yeah. to you know package the discs and people send them out to retailers. That shit's gotta happen you know a couple of weeks in advance because it's such a logistical nightmare for a game to release worldwide on the same day. So that shit gets out. And this you know, affects everything though. This affects it. like review copies going out in the future because security will be so tight. This affects worldwide releases as well especially for companies based in japan who get burned by western users who then get a hold of copies early rip all the shit post it online and spoil everything and also give access to people you know to you know download all of the music of the game like this affects worldwide releases they will be like hey maybe we should only just do this in japan and then when everybody in japan knows about it then we'll release it in the west do you it's, think it affects sales it won't affect sales i don't think ultimately yeah but there you go that's the reason why i think it's really not that bad it is because the people in control of this are negatively affected by this massively like sakurai like i'm not defending sakurai in any way but what i'm saying is the decision-making he will have in the future going into other games, not necessarily if he makes another Smash Brothers game, because who knows if that guy can even fucking keep himself alive without two, like, people puppeteering his dead arms at this point. Oh, God. Like, 
this affects decision making by him about future games, like how they approach announcements of characters, how they approach marketing and stuff like this. This is like this kind of shit is huge. Like the whole game, two weeks before. And now just everybody who wants to know about it has found out about everything. The cutscenes, uh, no, the story. I, I think that's like another fact I disagree. I care about it. I'm looking forward to it, and I sure as hell have not been spoiled. Like, I know these things are out there, but I haven't seen the spoilers with my own eyes. I still feel Stay like away I'm... from Twitter for like two weeks. Well, yeah, yeah I do that anyway. But Ooh. that's the point. Like, if you're going to stay away, that's fine, right? But the point is that for a lot of people like who uh, I've been so excited about this for so long and, and now going to be within communities like there are going to be people in Discord channels or people on Twitter groups and stuff that have been hyping up about Smash for the past two years and then one person in that group no doubt will be fucking either spreading everything or talking about it or spoiling it. It doesn't and... make the game worse though. No but that's not the point. The point is that is this doesn't affect the the, no because it doesn't just affect it's not about spoilers it affects things on multiple levels i think that's the case because of a kind of preconception over the effects of yeah because we're not talking just about spoilers this isn't like fucking david cage's next work of masterpiece where it's all about the story of course it's a smash brothers game but this affects like everything on top of people being spoiled about the game this affects how Nintendo as a company will approach big releases in the future that will negatively affect people, one, trying to do their job, like games journalists who won't get hold of review copies early, which then means we won't see reviews until like a week after the game's already out, which is, you know, for us kind of annoying sometimes. Yeah, yeah like who wants to see Octopath Traveler's review after like, a, you know, a month? No one wants yeah. to go through that. You would have bought exactly, that right? game and played it and you would have been very yeah. disappointed. And games like this are huge. Like Smash has so <laughs> many fucking things in it that it's going to take people Sounds a while like the to solution think. to that problem is to wait a week before buying new games. Oh my god. George, that's not... <laughs> Sounds like the solution to fixing these leaks is to pay employees better and uh, give them incentives to not leak. Make no, it more fun to keep the secret about, like, than to leak. No, we're just... You're talking about people who work in, like, distribution centers or people mm-hmm. who maybe work in retail stores. Those guys don't give a fuck. They're gonna get their hands on the brand new... I mean, that's got nothing to do with really Nintendo, shit. Though, does yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, maybe if they weren't, mm, one can wonder. That's, that's why in Japan it doesn't happen. Ooh. Because then they got job security and, yeah. and livable wages and, and health care. Yeah. That's why game bars game bars work in Japan too, and all sorts of things work in Japan. But here in the US, <laughs> where shit people exist, for, yeah. for some reason they they have enough fun at their jobs to play along with the jobs versus a mentality of of protest and uh, uh, sabotage, maybe because mm-hmm. they're getting real treated real shitty at their jobs. I mean, ultimately, this is even bad for, like, the people who ripped all of the music. Like, the two channels that were posting the music on YouTube that already had, like, tons of subscribers got nuked. Their channels got destroyed thanks to copyright strikes. And it's like, well, you guys took the risk, and now your channel disappeared. And it's like... This just affects everyone. Like, not in a good way. Like, yeah, cool, you find out if Kirby fucking saves the world two weeks early, but... Who cares? Uh, also... That's the point. Be- who why cares? Why bother looking it up? You don't... 
you you can avert your eyes. No, no, it's like the what the the positives you get out of this leaked do not compare to how it will affect stuff in the long term, and that's why this is bad. See, I don't see positives, and I only see negatives exactly. for, like, super-privileged business people. Well, let me clarify. I only see negatives for super-privileged business people who want to psychologically manipulate massive amounts of people into an exploitive marketing cycle that preys on what we call hype, which is the process of a, like anticipation of wanting something to be as good as it is in your head, which is never the case in reality, which results in people spending money, which results in them getting disappointed by the reality. But even that perpetual, like, negativity of capitalism you just spoke about, it still just negatively affects us in annoying ways in the future anyway, regardless of, like, manipulative business practices based on hype, you know? It's like everything else that affects it. And the thing is, I, I don't think it even affects sales. We all know that Smash is going to sell great regardless. The previous games did, and they also were leaked heavily before launch. Oh my god, the, the, f the latest Mario Party and Mario Karts get leaked. Nintendo faces leaks. Nintendo has a real piracy problem, and they still sell shit like hotcakes, and the world goes on fine. Uh, I imagine there'll be repercussions. Because there always is. Oh, maybe for us, but not for normal people. I know! Liam, why, why do you think is there's going to be a disaster? Speaking of disaster, natural disasters. Oh, oh. oh yeah, yeah, no, there's a Civ Six expansion pack that's real scary themed. The new features they're adding are natural disasters, non-renewable resources, global warming, <laughs> and a diplomatic victory in which the player is supposed to solve the world's various pressing problems by getting the world to agree to solve them together. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. You uh, will have to account for, like, floods and, and allocate resources towards, like, big levee and dam projects. Oh, yeah, that shit that. that tried to kill me twice this year. Yeah, you can you can simulate the uh, state crafting process behind how to uh, allocate tax money to build levees to prevent floods. Um, <laughs> you also got to deal with volcanoes, blizzards, plagues, and global warming. The last two have me questioning why they consider those natural disasters, because plagues spread from people who don't know in history who didn't know how medicine works traveling to places where people also didn't know how medicine works and global warming is you know <sighs> it is a scientifically accepted consensus that global warming has been caused by by human consumption of fossil fuels so I don't know, that's a natural disaster too. Also, remember how in the old Civ games the science victory was building a spaceship to Alpha Centauri? And in Civ 6, it's building a spaceship to Mars. <laughs> like, the optimism for humanity's future is getting to famously low levels with this installment. <laughs> and wow. all I can do is laugh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> no, 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 don't, don't mark it in. I heard that mark. It was a long, juicy <laughs> pause. If you guys, as we took in George's spoof. If you guys, that that's basically it. That's I'm looking forward to the expansion pack, Civ Six, Gathering Storm. Ooh, yeah, I I actually am looking for. I'm really enjoying Civ Six. Like the game is really really blossoming with with this first expansion pack that. Uh, has you like trying to manage city loyalty like cities that are far away from your empire are prone to like rebel and it kind of weirdly like re like almost represents a, a sort of 
process of colonialization where eventually they just become unsustainable. Uh, it's, it's, it's cute. It gives you new things to worry about on every stage of the game's progress. Now the late game is scaled really well and playing peacefully as like a trade empire is, is fun for the first time. You manage religious and trade units as if they were military, having to strategically move them around. And I am looking forward to that just becoming better. Yeah. I mean, I want to play it. I'll probably pick it up on Switch maybe over Christmas. See how the Switch version has been dismantled or kept intact. That'll be intriguing. It's gotten good reviews. Apparently the graphics are a little worse, but people still say that they uh, can't stop playing. They did apparently a good job uh, hauling, overhauling the interface for console gameplay with a controller. So I would recommend it, actually. I've really been enjoying it since launch, I guess. I... I've always been looking forward to the day to seeing it more expanded, and I wonder if those expansions. Wow, you've will... been playing it ever since lunch. Wow, that's pretty <laughs> impressive. Uh, uh, lunch, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I did a review of it when it came out. Forgot about it for a few months. Played some more. Forgot about it for a few months. Played some more. Forgot about it for a few months. Now I'm obsessed with it right now. I'm really deep into it. I'm way more into it than I was in previous sessions. Anyways, mm. okay. Speaking about being deep, we should get deep into this dad then. Yeah, I was wondering if, if we, uh, if we were... We're moving on to Dad Den. The dad's corner of the house room. Welcome to your dad's house. Yeah, yeah anyone, does anyone still have a den? I've Is never heard that like... word in a while. Yeah, like it's been years since I've heard of that. Do you have a den? Send us some pictures. Dad and Sons Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> If you have a Dad Den submission, which is a pitch for a fantasy or speculative, or maybe even a game idea you are interested in, uh, send us it. Send us your game pitches for games that you would love to hear us speculate about. Um, send us a brief, hopefully like three to four paragraphs, no more, uh, submission that includes their name, their art style, their gameplay, their main mechanics, their their thematics, if that is the case, and more importantly than all of the above, is what you think this game's projected money and time budget would be. And we will review it in this section called Dad Den. Who's going to be the lucky 50th anniversary Dad Den? Is it going to be Magnus Burkow? Okay, Magnus Burkow has submitted us an idea that's that's really kind of abstracting the idea of of, of, of of what we do here on Dad Den. Do you remember how a while ago there was a quantum science-themed edutainment point-and-click that we got an idea submitted for? Yeah, like two weeks ago. Um, I got some comments on that from people being like, okay, George, I guess what you want is a perfect simulation of the universe, because I, I wanted like a, a puzzle game that snapped electrons and ions together to form different atoms to zoom a camera out and see how that changes well does magnus burkow have your answer seriously okay magnus sent us a pdf with mock screenshots that he refers to as figures oh there's a figure one a figure two it it's a pdf that both of those things make it way more legit than the usual. All right, are you guys ready for this? Because this, oh God, I don't know what I've done. I've like split the podcasting atom with this thing. Are you guys ready? Um, I mean, let's fucking try. I need some coffee for this uh, one. Get ready, get ready. All right, well, if you'd like 
to know a little bit more about how coffee is made, then maybe this uh, uh, molecular building simulator might 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 help teach the kids. Anyways, this game, quote unquote game, this piece of entertaining software would be called Mr. Kimmy Molecular Structure Molecule Molecular Ah Mr. Kimmy Molecular Structures and Interactions of Chemistry. Name is very open for change. This is a program slash game with game actually in quotation marks here for use mainly as an educational tool in high school and college to educate people as to what molecules, big and small, look like, how they interact with each other, and how they can be manipulated in VR. Oh, uh, there yep, we yep, go. Yep. Now we know how this got in. I have a feeling that Magnus might actually be a <laughs> chemist here because I don't know like half the shit they're presenting. A challenge to anyone who wants to study chemistry and biochemistry is to understand how molecules look and interact in 3D space. Often building sets are used to do exactly that. So you know like in your textbooks as a kid you would see like geometric jack shapes snapping together. Apparently they make like toy kits like that. I, I call them toy but they're like considered very serious pieces of scientific equipment. Uh, but Magnus wants to make a virtual version. Um... Often the building sets uh, do not become usable for larger molecules, say biochemical macromolecules, DNA, lipids, proteins, and carbohydrates. It becomes impossible to use small toy-sized building sets like those. Therefore, a solution to this would be a VR program that lets you interact with molecules of all kind, making new molecules and modifying existing ones. Uh, even better would be rudimentary reaction mechanisms for different kind of chemistry reactions that can be implemented in the VR space. And... As a side note on my thoughts, I feel like that's where the uh, thought arise of a, a puzzle game from the situation. Like, have you guys heard of Space Chem? Yeah, by uh, Zach Gage, right? Chemistry-themed puzzle games are a genre <laughs> that's, that's out there. That guy is so smart. Anyway. Uh, yeah, rudimentary reaction mechanisms can be implemented into VR space, letting students more easily understand how these kinds of reactions happen. For instance, explaining how certain kinds of reactions only can happen if certain target atoms are exposed through their orientation in space. <laughs> Which is wacky to think about that that's actually how the universe works anyways and then showing how one can manipulate these kinds of reactions by exposing and hiding target atoms in the molecule in regard to development a rudimentary platform would need to be developed time spent developing this would likely depend on how many are hired but optimistically one year and more likely two years of development after the initial platform is built and released to the public for free people can download development kits so that they can create molecular structures and reaction mechanisms which will be uploaded to a database that everyone has access to the asking sum would be 300,000 USD, with no exception on returns of investment, not for an open source educational project. The reason to do this open source is that I believe all knowledge should be accessible to anyone, regardless of their financial situation. Honorable, I like it. it. Right, right. Um, I mean, we're not going to make any profit, but, though. But the human race would. The betterment of our species. The, the, the... Okay. Yeah, this is, this is, this is educational. This right. is, this is like... Last one was an edutainment game. This one... Is, is in quotes. It's more like an engine that could become a game. Yeah, this is like a simulator, just... It's the the biochemistry version of... Um, Mr. Kimmy. <laughs> of, uh, oh, what's it called? We send those three things into space. Kerbal Space pro Program? That's the one. Kerbal Space Program. Oh, or that uh, medieval, like, siege weapon simulator, Besieged. Oh, yeah, Besieged. That was good fun. Physics sandboxes yeah. are okay. good fun. So the big question here, yeah. right, is I'm all on board with how honorable this is and how great a scientific tool this could be and how we can benefit education and create more scientists, which God knows America needs right now. But can I splice dinosaur DNA with 
other molecule DNA and create Oh, things. you want to spare no expense. You want the world to see and understand these majestic animals. I want to. You want to welcome people to... <laughs> Dad's Park. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much less impressive of a name. <laughs> well, it's just a bunch of, like, creatures where I took dinosaur DNA and, like, bits from other animals and furniture and put them together in this. To make, like, a chicken chair raptor yeah. creature with, like... Like, if we're taking molecules from... Furniture. From macro, mac, what is it? Biochemical macromolecules from DNA and lipids. And proteins and like changing them about. Can we see what we could simulate? Like, how much processing power do we need? I I doubt you're gonna like be able to zoom in to 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 like dinosaur DNA. Click and drag a piece of wait, a chair. Wait, you, you, you have to wait. No, 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 no. Uh, hey, you hey, have to be able to zoom into the molecules. That's what the whole thing's about. Let me about. clarify. I, I just I doubt the engine's gonna be able to handle zooming out to see like you know the animal. But at some point, yeah, Why? zooming in and... Because then it would be a perfect you know simulation no, 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 of the universe. No, 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 it's fine. I know what we can do. We can solve it with, like, the Smash Brothers way. By we leaking can... everything ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> no, what we can do is we can take everything out, and then what we can do is we can, like, splice DNA together from different things, and then it comes up with a JPEG mock <laughs> of what the game thinks it would look like. We just have a JPEG of a half cow, half Ferrari Testarossa. I was hoping you were still going to be on your furniture kick. Uh, you made a chicken chair, so chicken can't be chair. a chicken chair. Uh, 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 a rhino couch. Matt, what would you make? It should be the upgraded Google Maps where you can go all the way down from, <laughs> down from space to the earth. <laughs> to the atom? To the oh atom. Oh my god! And if you want to go to the Earth's crust, you can. <laughs> Just to feel the burn. Holy And no. it actually simulates, like, entering the atmosphere. Yes. Yes. Personally, I think um, we have enough scientists. You know, they're just too busy working on global warming, which is false. Like, <laughs> it's not getting colder at all. Um, so no, it's not. That's the... It's not. It's so, like... I don't think this game needs to exist. We don't need more scientists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Throw them away. What good do they ever do? <laughs> yeah, they don't do anything. They don't do anything. How do magnets work? Even scientists can't figure it out. They're just trying to <laughs> make me pissed. <laughs> I think we're running um, out of potential dad din game submissions because at this point... You you guys have like heard that paradox of how like achieving photorealism in like like molecular level simulation just means that you have to start thinking up new game ideas to put into this simulation of the world in the first place and you've come full circle. I mean immediately I wanted to splice dinosaur DNA, so I pretty much this I'm the wrong audience for this. But it's relatively cheap at three hundred thousand dollars. And right. it could create more scientists who could make the earth hotter because we all know it ain't getting colder. <laughs> and then we'd solve a lot of problems for the president <laughs> and then we could play Civ 6 there it is. the coming storm or gathering storm and pretend that, that people are solving them 
Why is he still here? <sighs> Sorry. You cut that out. <laughs> uh, would you guys be really, really mad if I sprinted to the bathroom and right back to pee really quickly? <laughs> you leave that in. As long as you leave that in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Hi, Liam. <laughs> I'm just... Hi. Uh, um, George is, went to go pee. Should we just continue um, the podcast without George? And then... You could just continue the podcast. Really. Okay, Matt, let's go to Dad Dan number two. Okay. Uh, Joel H. submits a tasteless dating sim game. Ooh, yes. This is my type. Name. My mobile army surgical hospital can't possibly be this cute. Now, that's a title I can get behind. The gameplay, what? Matt, is a third-person shooter that is really a dating sim. Brackets. Let me explain. Close brackets. Whoa, this sounds gross. The idea of the game is that you want to go out into the third-person battlefield and get yourself hurt just enough that you qualify to meet the sort of medic you want to woo without dying. (laughs) (laughs) Bracket dying is the game over state. Close bracket. (laughs) This is good. If you like the headstrong field medic, you want to be taking grazes and flesh wounds. But it's hard to get quality conversation when there's gunfire whizzing overhead. Oh. Direct bullet hits transfer you to a dotting general surgeon. What? Burn injuries connect you with a fiery burns unit surgeon. And shell shock and coma from an explosion has you meet a sexy nurse who appreciates what a good listener you are. <laughs> they, they turned the water off in my building. <laughs> Once you've pursued all the routes, you will unlock the Valkyrie, who you can now only meet by dying. Your talks will be cut short by the field medic defibbing you back to the mortal realm. Magnus, you have my money. You'll then have to kill yourself every skirmish if you hope to pursue the Valkyrie. She's the fit punch girl. Actually, third-person gameplay will be more like Star Wars Battlefront from 2004. Very, very simple, with a bunch of dumb AI running capturing command posts. You, you, you'll have an LMG and a pistol. <laughs> Enemies die about two shots. Let me correct that typo. You want to at least do the bare minimum for the war effort as to not lose the war before getting yourself hurt. But I'll be pretty generous. It, it'll be pretty generous. The, the gameplay will be very easy, I guess. Ah, I thought him as the developer. Quote, Bonus ending has you earning medals instead of falling for anime booty. Right, right. Coming back home is a decorated war hero instead of, as the guy put it in the actual email, falling for anime booty. Nice. Art style. (laughs) A cutesy anime version of the Vietnam War. Yeah, right? Wow. Right? How fucked is that? The brave blues are fighting off the pesky reds to stop the spread of red thinking. (laughs) You don't really care about the war effort, though. You just want to meet that cute medical team and get that anime booty. Budget, two million, three years. That's, that's a lot. If you feel like contributing an extra mil, we could go for Fortunate Sun, Born to be Wild, The House of the Rising Sun, and Bad Moon Rising. We could get all the overused <laughs> Vietnam songs in there. So, uh... I'm sold. Wait, I'm- the son of the the... The the couple that you make? The, the son, your son? Is your son the fortunate son? Yeah, it could be a pun. We could make an expansion called the House of the Rising Sun, and it's actually oh just God. your son. Is the Vietnam War still going on when your kids are growing up? Yeah, it's a it's an alternate. Is yeah. that how long it lasted? Hey, you know what happens when America wins wars? Look at Iraq. 
You guys still going? And, and look at what happens when America loses a war. Look at Vietnam nowadays. Yeah, looks great. I've been there. It's real nice. It's a popular <laughs> vacation spot. Apparently, there's still mines in the jungle, though. Gotta watch out. It's okay. There'll be anime booty there to pick you oh, up. Oh, that's so. Uh, I don't. Okay. Uh, I love this idea. Are, this is so it's so good. So good. Like depending on the different, like looking at it from a gameplay standpoint, depending on the different wounds you get, you have to actively go and seek a different wound out to meet a different nurse or medic. Oh, so that's genius. It's like throwing yourself into the explosions and gunfire of the third person gameplay. But you have to get hurt enough. To not, but not to die. Is it? I mean, it's, you, you definitely genius. probably have to have a balance. Like, so you, you're like killing the people you don't want to get hit from in order to get to the people you do want to get hit from. Yeah, like you have to go through waves of the different like infantry. Like, I don't want to get hit by the like the riflemen because I don't want bullet wounds, but I want to get hit by those grenadiers because I want third degree burns and limbs falling off me. Because you want the fiery uh, burn ward unit uh, to, yeah. to, to hook up with. I love, I love the shell it shock as coma fun. that makes you... It won't be as fun, but I think third person doesn't work and it's more like a 2D or top down would work better because you would be able to see the different types of bullets, grenades, whatever. Oh, like you'd have a little bit of a better perspective on which hazards you want to run yeah. yourself into. Yeah, because in third person, you can't really see. You might get ambushed. Yeah. That would be great. Like, you have this, uh, you know, top-down um, shoot-em-up type thing. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, twin-stick shooter, maybe. And you're, like, trying to get hit by the correct infantry. And then all of a sudden, once you get hit, it, like, zooms down to the field and then turns into a visual novel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me get you back up. Um. Which medic would you uh, would you pick? Oh, it'd have pick to be it have to be the shell shock coma from an explosion that has you meet a nurse who appreciates what a good listener you are. Because <laughs> you just can't talk. Because <laughs> you're in a coma. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, am I wrong though for saying that it's a little tasteless? Just just a, that's, just that's what slightly. it's called. That's what it's called. No, that was me. Yeah. I added a tasteless that. dating sim. I added no, I think oh. Joel added that. No, that was me. Oh. oh, okay. I I I went in into this knowing that it was a tasteless dating scene. Good. That means that I prepped, I buttered you guys up to 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 take it the way it seems to be intended. Okay. Are you guys familiar with this genre of of dating simulators on Steam called with titles like Stay Stay DRPK? Or, or Panzer Models, the tank dating simulator. Mm, haven't played those. I haven't played them. <laughs> I'm aware of them. I mean, they're on my wish list. Oh my gosh. There's also an attack dating... <laughs> yes. Attack helicopter dating simulator. There's this dev on there named DevGrew-P. Did they submit this? Is this from, like, an actual developer who does this as their shtick? Like, tasteless dating simulators as, like, a subgenre? I mean, let's be fair. This is like interesting game mechanic ideas, though. I know the thing is, I just uh, I don't know if if I myself would want to be. I'm don't. I am morbidly curious. I just I just you know want to maintain my family friendly branding image here. Wow. <gasps> the old racist uncle's stepping up. It's not necess- What what's racist about that? What does race have to do with? 
Oh, I'm more I think talking about, about it. you. Yeah. Not talking about the game. But yeah, Vietnam War. Right. Right. It was that, it, that, that reminds me I really have to play Daddy Dating Simulator. I really have to play that game. Dream Daddy Dating Sim, yeah. yeah. Um Dream Daddy, is that what it is? Dream, Dream Daddy. Daddy, yeah, Dream Daddy. Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator. Okay. Wouldn't you rather date like half field it, right? medics? But but daddies though. That's daddies. True. It is like the game named after us. We inspired it. Retrospectively. Oh, yeah, that's that's what it was. We inspired <laughs> it, right? The 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 C YouTube group. <laughs> C. Anyways, uh, but they they didn't they didn't want to copyright us too much, so they changed the son to be the daughter in the game, and then, you know, what are you guys the what do you, the rest was solved in court. What's what's our verdict for uh, my mobile army surgical hospital can't possibly be this cute? Sold. They got my oh money. My hey, Matt. Uh, yeah. Oh what? my god. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I was I was looking at a trailer for Dream Daddies. Okay. <laughs> Wrong visual novel, Matt. I was I was looking at those curves. You can't invest um, in a game that's already out. Um, actually, I can. <laughs> uh, it's, it's called buying it. <laughs> it's only seven fifty. <laughs> <laughs> when here, I mean, ask for two million. <laughs> you know which one's the better one. Well, the thing is, this one's gonna have obviously Dream Daddy. This one's gonna have that third-person <laughs> shooter attached to it. So I wonder if that's where most of the two million's gonna go. Think Call of Duty. But with like anime booty. Call of booty. Yeah, come on. Call of anime Call of booty. booty. Call of booty. Call of anime booty booty. Okay, I'm 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 down with it now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thing is, this is like I said, I'm morbidly curious. This is the kind of idea that I feel would be like shame, a guilty pleasure, fun to have out there in the world. Thing is, there's there's some like other publishers who I think might be more appropriate. Um, um how about Joel? How about you also uh, try try talking to Nutaku? Uh, uh, maybe may, maybe you can uh, start a Patreon under 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 their spicy sections. Um, because because there's there's ways to make spicy. this happen that are more uh, more more. Less less difficult than in the past, but the thing is, like I said, I have a family friendly image that 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 I'd like to maintain. Really, a a a non controversial uh uh place George, you in, on a this. very controversial. <laughs> yeah, I did. I really this. did. <laughs> <laughs> family friendly, but you know, I just wanted everyone to know about it because it's a great, it's a hilarious idea. <laughs> it's pretty. It's funny. pretty funny, and like Liam said, it also sounds kind of fun. To play a shooter where the goal is to get yourself slightly injured instead of kill all the bad guys. Yeah, that's exactly. actually like you're just trying to get yourself injured. It's different awesome. way. It's like that skate mode where you have to just like break all your bones. <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe what we're digging at here is that there's not enough games about uh, self-imposed injuries. Purposely, well, Sweary's new game is about that. That's just one. I, yeah, still, still seems like there's a rule here, and these are exceptions. Yeah, that's true. Well, they got my money. They got Matt's. Joel? They have my blessing, but not my money. Go forth and create. We're going to split it, right? Yeah, okay. We're going to split it? I'll split it. Yeah, cool 50, 50. mil each. 60, 40? No, unless it's towards you. You know, I bet out of... I, I There's one thing I think I can... can make a claim about our podcast here. And that is that of all the podcasts in history, I think ours has the largest imaginary budget. 
I mean, because we've mean, been tossing yeah. around imaginary millions every other episode. I mean, we got them. Dude, we made a lot of money. Uh, imaginary money, that is. Yeah, gotta, cl- gotta clarify. No, 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 no. Real imaginary Real, money. authentic, Real imaginary, imaginary money. money. Yes. We have so much of it, and we just shove it in the world's face, and I bet they're super jelly. Yeah. We sold more wallets than any other podcast. <laughs> what kind of I'm- wallets? Rich wallets. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, I guess I guess that's that's a good opportunity to wrap things up now that we've given them the reminder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that we can have like at least a slightly better real budget. Um yeah, you're you've been listening to Dad and Sons, the 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 number one funded imaginarily funded podcast. Yeah, with with the biggest imaginary yeah. budget. Yeah. Send in your sexy visual novel ideas. Oh please, please, more of those. They're, that was oh. pretty fun to talk about, too. All all things considered, we'll, we'll PayPal you. Joel, you nailed it. It was short. It was sweet. It was funny, and it was quirky, and it was good. And now you can go make it with the imaginary millions that you can contribute to the economy that creates those imaginary millions by. Oh, I don't want to say it now. Hey, guys. Like us on iTunes. Rate us five stars. Only five stars. Not more. Uh, the meter doesn't go lower than five stars. Five out of ten, if that's the scale. It's five, five, five out of ten. Five out of ten is good enough, right? Five out of ten stars. If you've made it this far... You're one of the cool kids. And and follow us on SoundCloud? Are we no, doing that? Just Subscribe to us on, on uh, YouTube. YouTube's. The, on YouTube, the Dad and Sons. YouTube's. Join nearly 7,000 other weird people who listen to podcasts on YouTube. Yeah, we, we, we do have our faces on the YouTubes, right? Like, you can see my expression right now. Just like Smash Brothers Spirit's JPEGs, you can see the JPEGs of me, George, and Matt. No, no, they're real. Shush, Liam. They're real, real things. Real they're real things that you JPEGs. can see. Uh, but just subscribe first before before you look at the video and find out that I'm lying to you. Okay. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum.